What's going on, guys? It's your boy, Mark, with my co-host, Heath Pierce, bringing you another episode of Orange Slices brought to you by none other than Four Soccer Ventures. Unfortunately, we don't have a guest this week, but fortunately, you have me and Heath, so we're just going to chop it up. I'm back here in Belgium. Heath moved into his new crib. Heath, Heath, how's everything going over on the West Coast? It's going good. I mean, I'm living in a fishbowl because, you know, uh, the pandemic has slowed down all the supply chains, or at least it's made everybody say the wait time is longer. So I've got no curtains so if you want to watch me sleep, <laughs> I'll give you my, I'll give you the address next door or down the street. And if you just prop yourself up on a hill, you can, uh, watch all of us sleep, uh, which is really creepy, uh, <laughs> sleeping, but somehow I keep falling asleep every night and waking up in the morning. So it's good, man. And how about you? You told me that there was a crazy, uh, story from your travel, um, back. What happened? Yeah, man. It was freaking madness. So we get on the plane. It's me and my dad. Cause he's traveling back with me and we are, let's see. I think it was a Friday evening. We're supposed to fly back to Belgium at the airport, in Newark. My mom and sister drop us off. We're all checked in. We get through security. Boom, chilling at the at the gate, and it's a madhouse because there's three turn three. There's three gates all in the same same area. So one's going to Paris, one's to Denver, one's to Brussels, and then there was another one somewhere. So it's already crazy. Finally, we board the plane, getting ready. A storm comes in, delayed like thirty minutes. All right, cool. Now it's backed up the the runway traffic. So there's planes in the air that need to land, planes on the ground need to take off. So we're like, all right, we're behind maybe like five or six, five or six takeoffs. As that's all happening, another storm comes in. So they clear the runway again. So that's another 45 minutes delayed. Then we start running low on fuel. So they have to find a gas, uh, a gas tank to come fuel the plane. So that took about an hour, hour and a half to figure that out. We're sitting waiting because then there's still backed up traffic on the runway. And then ultimately we're sitting, I think I fall asleep after hour three and I wake up like hour four and we're sitting and uh, the, the captain comes on the mic. He's like, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, you know, we should be pushing back shortly. Um, yeah, blah, 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 blah. We start to see a couple of planes push back, go on the runway and take off. Then there's our plane to on to Brussels. The plane next to us going to Paris. And then there's another plane to Denver, I believe. Well, none of us end up pushing back. Our plane had some mechanical issues, so we sat on the plane waiting for them, and after six hours on the airplane, I think it was probably about 2 a.m., they say, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, we're not going to be taking off tonight, uh, so you can, you're can you going to have to get off the plane, go back to the, the check-in at United, uh, at gate whatever, and rebook your flight. So we get off the plane, I'm like... <sighs> This is unbelievable because you've already waited six hours on the plane to, to you, you're sitting cramped up. Well, it wasn't cramped up, luckily enough, but you're sitting six hours really in the unknown because you don't know what's going to happen. When we're waiting in line, mind you, there's three, there's probably four flights now all canceled waiting to rebook. So there's one at one terminal and then there's another one, probably about a 10 minute walk on the other side because Newark's a big airport. Get there. The line is backed up. So we wait in line for them just to tell us that the workers are now clocking out. And the new shift to workers, it's probably about 4 a.m. now. No, 3.30, 3.30. The new workers don't clock in until 5 a.m. So we wait in line for another hour and a half, two hours to then just get a message on, on uh, in our email saying, yeah, your flight's been rebooked. So we go in to ask if we're cool. And then we also want to know where our bags are at because I need my bags. I have all my stuff in there. And ultimately, we finally get that rebooked. Go ask the the workers, you know, are we good to go? So we book a, a book, a, I think like six hours, seven hours in the hotel at the airport, sleep for three hours, and then have to go back to the airport, recheck in everything. 
And then finally, we board the plane again on Saturday evening. And again, we're delayed an hour and a half. And finally, take off, get to Brussels Sunday. And now we're here to to, to, to live another day. Oh, I, I got anxiety just hearing that because I've, you know, every, anybody who's a frequent traveler or is fortunate enough to, to travel frequently uh, has been through that type of uh, scenario before. And it's the worst when you get that, hey, this is your captain just checking in from the cockpit. Uh-huh. Uh, we're going to go ahead and turn that air back on because yep. uh, we're going to be here for a while. It sounds like we are number 17 on the runway. Uh, that is if we get uh, the clearance to push back. Uh, so we're going to keep you updated. Uh, you go ahead and, uh, you know, we're going to turn off the s- fast. Sit back, back relax. Yeah. The cabin. Yeah. yeah. Sit back, relax, and we will update you as soon as we hear anything. And you're just like, oh, I'm about to punch you in this window <laughs> right now, you know? And then when that goes on and then, and when you hear the ding, yep. this is your captain again, you go, oh, here, oh we're going to move now. We're going to move. And you get those bad news again. And you're just like, oh, this is terrible. The worst part was they, they attached us back. So they took us, so they detached from the gate close the door after hour two and a half of sitting they reattach the gate to allow the the the, what's it called the passengers to get off the plane to go stretch their legs and because they knew we were not pushing back anytime soon and that's how i knew we were in for for quite a time yeah that's the thing is like you 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 never know like what they're saying versus what they know you know like you know more than you're telling me so just tell me we're not going to be leaving for a while (laughs) please you know but there's a lot of unruly passengers right now, so I think they're they're being real, real calm with it. Did uh, what? What year were you born again? Ninety nine. Ninety nine. So you would have never really traveled. So like post two thousand, post nine eleven. Yeah. They, you know, you before that you could you could walk your family to the gate, mm-hmm. especially if you had young young family. You would you stay at the gate, so like your family could be at the gate with you and like hanging. They just be waiting around for you. At least be like, you know, bring some cards and stuff. Right, like, right. Is your is your dad is your dad the type of uh, like if the if if the thing says you got to be there two hours early, you got to be there four hours, or is he chill? No, he's. I don't know. He, it, it depends on the day. Like if he pre if he pre packs or he prepares well, he's like, oh, we can get there. You know, two and a half hours international. It's cool. But if he's like cramming stuff in and he's he's procrastinating a little bit, he's like. Okay, we're gonna have to get there four hours before, you know, and I can tell that it, it builds up on him. So, so you know, this time we we said enough, and my mom was really pressing us to get out because she was like, "Oh, I don't know, you know, what traffic is Friday, this, that, and the other." So, and it was July Fourth weekend. It was July Fourth weekend, so we wanted to get there ahead of the traffic and all that good stuff. So, oh yeah, man. Oh, I'm just getting anxiety thinking about like holiday weekend, all of that stuff, just like all coming to like the tip of a spear. Uh, but now, but now you're back in Europe. Where are you now? Uh, we're in the Netherlands right now for for a little training camp before we got the Super Cup match on the weekend. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. How do you feel? How, how do you feel? What have you, what are you guys been up to? Like, is it serious? Does it still have a preseason vibe? Is it fun? No, nah, it's it's it, it's it's calm. It's calm. You know, um, I think I think the manager does a good job of, of of finding that balance between you know having having a loose a loose team but but also making sure the details are, are attended to as well so you know, i give him credit for that um but yeah we we had a team activity today which was which was interesting um we, we rode some we rode our bikes to the forest of of the netherlands and mm-hmm. yeah we, we we found uh i don't even know what to call because it, it wasn't even rock climbing it's not i wouldn't even consider it rock climbing it's it's like like some Tarzan, you know, you're in the trees walking across wooden stilts and buckled to a harness and, and all that. So it's like a rock climbing and, and tree climbing and 
all that in one. Yeah, so. I'm trying to remember what that's called. It's not. It's not. Um, it's not zip lining. It's um, is it repelling or something like that? Or may I don't know. Of, I don't even. There well, were a few I mean, zip lines though. A few zip lines yeah. in there. But yeah, it was. It was. It was actually pretty fun. Upper body workout for sure. So if you're, if you're, yeah, if you're not in the gym, I saw that photo that you posted the other day with you <laughs> with like your biceps all flexed out. So you must have thought like, oh yeah, no problem for a guy with biceps my size. Uh, come on, you yeah. know, you know, you know. I was like, like I got the pace on heat now, but but now let me just really rub it in. You know, I gotta dude. I gotta I'll, flex I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, one of the most fun training camps that I had. Well, I had two. One of them was in Dubai because. Three quarters of the team went to Iran for a game. I think I told you about this. Mm -hmm. And only four of us stayed back because we couldn't get visas to go to Iran right. uh, for a friendly. And then they got hit with a snowstorm. So they got stuck in Iran for like seven days. So me and three teammates were in Dubai for seven days with just the goalie coach. So we'd train, play like small-sided, do work, and then we'd just be hanging out in Dubai for the rest of the time. <clears throat> that one I got lucky. But the other one, we went to Austria, same thing, just in the mountains training camp where we started this day where you split up into five groups and everybody got maps and you had to take a different route to get down to the river and you were timed. So you had a leader who was leading you that would start you down to the river. You'd get to the river and then your time would be added on, wait for everybody. Then you get on rafts. We went whitewater rafting down to the bottom. Then you had to get on a bike again and bike to the, to the finish line where you then had to do that sort of like course up in the trees. Yeah. And it all finished the, like the day where you had to walk through that. It, it was actually pretty fun. It was a long. It was like a. It's a fitness day, you know. Yeah, but, essentially. But, uh, yeah. but it's uh, like a fun one, which I I, I kind of liked. And you start to see the people that like, you know, at least for me growing up in in California, you you learned how to swim. You were in water. <laughs> we had rivers. You had you know we rode bikes. And then you started to see all the like you you always see that one guy that teammate that's like, shaking <laughs> up there. You know, afraid he's gonna fall off. He's attached to like three things, but like he's not gonna fall. But he thinks he's gonna fall. No, it was it was it was interesting because you got you got guys who are already scared of heights, and now you got this little harness trying to hold guys in, so guys don't think that harness actually is going to hold them in to this wire cable mm -hmm. that's attached across like three other wire cables. So, yeah, it was. I think there was we went on the hardest the hardest it was called the the parkour six. That's like the hardest uh, climbing set or whatever you call it. And we did that first, like the strategy, you know, you want to do that one first. You got the, the most energy. So we went through that. And then 40 minutes later, some other guys, after they had gone through three or four obstacles or the, the parkours, decided to do that one. And there was one where it was like this, like, uh, I don't even know if it was, what's like the, the rope net? Yeah, it's like a, it's like a fish net, but it's rope. I don't even know what to yeah, call it. Yeah, that you climb up? Or yeah, down? Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's like spread out. So it's like they're... They're opposite to each other. So you have to grab one and you have to hold on to the other oh. and you got to swing it. So yeah, it was pretty crazy. And then you get to the other tree trunk and you sit up, you set up there and then you have to walk across these, these wooden pegs. Yeah, bro. It was, it was serious. And, and watching the guy struggle with that was, was quite entertaining as it's, yeah, yeah. You can tell yeah, they're just not built for that. Nice. So you got the super cup coming up. You've been, you've been playing in the starting, you, 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 you see yourself the, at least your vibe. Does it feel like you're going to be kind of the, you going with a three back this year, a four back line? What are we, what are we, what are no, we looking man. at? I think it's going to be similar to tell the to people, that. you know, to, tell the people yeah. what we're looking at, you know? Yeah, no, I hope some of these bruise guys listen. Well, actually I do hope they're listening because you know, it's more, more listeners for us. Oh, that's know? right. You can't Make give sure, away, you can't yeah, give away this, yeah, the answers. On. Yeah. You know, the bruise guys, you never know who's listening because I'm posting it and I'm in Belgium and yeah, he's, mm -hmm. yeah. I hope actually, I hope you guys are listening. You know, for, for my fellow my fellow Belgian league players, make sure you leave a review. Make sure you, you, you send <laughs> yeah, us. You know? <laughs> well, 
Well, we're going to find out that all these one-star reviews are from, from Bruges fans. We're bringing down our freaking ratings. Come on now. No, nah, but but it's looking it's it's looking up this year. I'll just leave it at that. You know, I'll leave it at that. It's uh the team is is pretty pretty stable. Of course you got guys coming in, guys going out, but that's at any team really. So uh yeah, we're we're looking stable and, and ultimately looking to reboot and, and win the, the league this year. So that's uh yeah. I'll give you a little a little teaser for the weekend. I saw a um I'm trying to think of who it was recently that's linked with a move to Circle Bruges. Did you see who that was? Um but I, I saw it. I saw it because again, was it Sam Vines? Sam Vines. Yeah, no, it is Sam. Yeah. It is Sam. Yeah. Thank you. It is Sam. Yeah. Um, I saw. I saw he was also potentially linked to uh, somebody. But I think it might have been on Twitter. Somebody said something about Antwerp potentially. So yeah, he's yeah. got some links to uh, links to Belgium. Getting these American guys to Belgium for guys that are looking is the Belgian league a good next step for them um, when they're young players? Kind of you know in terms of learning uh, a, a higher pace of the game, a higher speed of the game. Um, and yeah, being in, for, in a different environment. Yeah, no, for me, I do. Uh, I feel like it's a league that slept on. I think I've said it before on, on, on previous on previous episodes, but yeah, it's a slept on league, man. It's like a, a good taste of what European football is. It's just outside of the top five, uh, top five leagues in the world. Um, I think it's more competitive potentially than the Netherlands, um, just in terms of from top to bottom, you know, the, the, the idea that you can lose any match because – yeah, although teams may not have the the same finances or the same um, stature, you know, in Belgium, or same status in Belgium as 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 a top club, they still have the the ability, you know, they still have the tenacity because they're ultimately trying to be where you are, right? So, mm-hmm. I think the the combination of the technique, the physicality, you know, the speed of play, the intensity, I think all of that is a, a great combination, which will give you an idea of what the the next league is. Um, the next top five leagues are, you know, um, it's like mm-hmm. that they're the two point you know? So it's, yeah, I think, yeah, if you're, if you're from all, for all my young guys, if you're really looking for a, a stepping stone, I think the Belgian league is a, is a good league to come to. Um, yeah, I'm promoting the you know, Belgian league. I should probably get paid yeah, for this, you, man. You should get paid getting, for that. Yeah. yeah no free promo, ads, man. You know, free promo. You man, know, we've held all, we've held all this long and you know, you plug, you plug, gave Four Star Adventures <laughs> a free plug in the beginning. Yeah, you see? Your intro. Yeah, you know? If you guys are interested, the match is on ESPN. Super Cup match between us, Gank and Bruges, ESPN, 2.45 p.m. Eastern. I plugged my game, you know. That's so good. Make sure you I like watch. That. Make is sure you guys watch. Will there be fans? I think, yeah, I think it's like third, uh, a third of the capacity is allowed for okay. it, but only home supporters. So, yeah, yeah, make sure y'all tune in. Tune in, watch. Um, Where's the game at? At Bruges. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, man. So you know, we travel to Bruce. It's oh. dude. It still blows my mind, by the way, that that you guys didn't win the double. Uh, on the listen, man, that's day. a sensitive topic. All right, man. I'm trying to leave I that just, in the past. Again, I I I just think that if you're going to build a playoff system, what's the point? I guess the playoff system is sort of built to to incentivize teams um, to compete in the playoffs, but. You guys tied on points. There should have been some sort of, yeah, man. Some, there, there should be, uh, you know, again, if you're them, you're like, we are better for the whole season. And right. We tie on points by the end. Why should we have to give it up at that point? But still. Um, yeah. I, I blame Anderlecht, bro. Yeah, I still must still put donuts on Anderlecht for, for tying that game. It's yeah. ridiculous. But yeah, I think the playoff is, that's like the, the period of the season that you're really fighting for because essentially it figures out who's Champions League, who's not, and then who wins the league. So, why put so much emphasis on it if it's only going to, you know, count or the regular season is going to count. But again, yeah. they had a, a pretty big lead on us. So credit to them, you know, we drop points at a, a hard time of the year. So yeah, 
anyway, we're on to to the season. You know, we're, we're looking, you know, looking to have the double, you know, in our hands this year. So there were some some huge games last weekend. Obviously, did did you know with the time change? You, you know, I'm sure you were able to see see watch the, the the Euro final. What was your what was your take on the Euro final? By the way, I have uh, I think my my family was out here actually for the. My dad was here to see the semifinal, uh, or actually the the last quarterfinal game, the sem- two semifinals, and then the final. Um, then my other family flew in for the final. So, yeah, man, it's crazy, crazy, man, crazy. I think it's, I think it's kind of weird that that I'm now in the same time as the as the games. I think that was the weirdest part because I'm I'm still on Eastern time talking about yeah the games at three o'clock this afternoon. Yeah, <laughs> ain't nobody playing at three p.m. <laughs> The game, is at, the game is at six o'clock, seven o'clock, eight o'clock. So, <laughs> um, I I think though I think the I would have much rather seen less penalty shootouts in those last those last three games. Um, I, I, yeah. I hate ending in penalty shootouts. It's I don't feel like it's a great way to 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 end a match anyway, but to end a tournament in that fashion, you know, it's yeah, but. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I think it gets old after a while, right? Like it's yeah. cool because it allows teams to that shouldn't be in it to stay in it and force somebody to have to punish them. Um, but at the same time, it's just so anticlimactic because you know, one, the outcome of 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 what we saw with England losing, you know, and all the all the racism just coming out of the back of that. Two, also the way that Southgate put it on these young players to have to, you know, play yeah. a couple of minutes and then take that sort of responsibility. Like that blows my mind <clears throat> what you would be thinking. No flow or rhythm of the game. Obviously a natural finisher, but like, you know, guys that like Kaiosaka is not even really like he's 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 a, a part time starter at his yeah. club, you know, like he's a he's a future player and it's a lot to put on somebody, but um yeah, what 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 was your thoughts uh or what were your thoughts, I guess the outcome of that game and and obviously the 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 ever present racism rearing its ugly head. Yeah, I think I think the 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 final itself was was entertaining, you know, until the penalty shootout. Um you look at both teams who are pretty tactically sound, you know, neither really concede a, a whole lot, you know, in terms of, of chances itself, but but also goals, period. So as a defender, that's what you know. You like to see it get as an attacker. Of course, you want to see goals, and as a, as a spectator, you want to see goals. But you know, two teams who were who were going at it. You know, um, I think that Italy showed a little. I think a little bit. I think Italy was the favorite for me after the group stage. You know, and what they showed through the group stage, and then going into the the round of sixteen and so on. I think they showed a lot of stability. You know, and they had moments where, you know, against Spain, where they kind of got outplayed in moments. Uh, in the first, like, 25, 30 minutes of that final, they got outplayed a little bit. But they grew into the game, you know, and they showed why why they're a powerhouse. You know, a team that was slept on so heavily, you know. And I'll say it by myself as well. You know, I didn't I didn't think that Italy was going to, to have the ability to keep up with these fast-paced teams, you know, like England themselves, you know, uh, just with the – the attacking prowess that some of these teams have, and and they showed Chiellini and Bonucci why they're their mainstays, you know, at their club level, but but also the national team, why they're two of the best defenders, you know, in the world, um, even at the the, the ripe old ages of, of 34, 35, you know, I think that's you know testament to their ability. So, um, congrats to Italy. You know, I want to to kind of uh, talk about the the whole Rashford situation. You know, I just want to kind of go back to that because I knew. I knew as soon as that game ended, 
what it was what was gonna happen. I knew as soon as he missed the PK, I knew as soon as Ra- or Sancho missed the PK. But, but, and then- but, okay, but wait, hold on real quick. When 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 you when think when when you made the mistake against Mexico, mm-hmm. did you think it would go to that? I like, did. Did, did you I- know that it was gonna go to that, or did you think it was just gonna be like, oh, this guy sucks, this guy whatever, he blew it, or like Mexican fans attacking you for whatever? Like, or did you did you think it would go racial? <laughs> a part of me, a part of me did feel like it was going to um but i was hoping it was going to be majority it was going to be about oh he sucks you know why is he playing at the national team this that and the other you know i was i was really hoping it was going to be that and yeah i got some of that but with the whole racial stuff it was yeah it's it's become it's a an pretty ine- bad world when you live in when like the best case scenario is like yeah they're just going to tell me that i suck and yeah. like, i shouldn't be in the national team and yeah. that like that should be a worst case scenario in criti- in the world of criticism, you know. Like that's you as think, far as it should yeah. go. That should be like as bad as it's gonna get. Some like some keyboard warrior comes after you. But the fact that like that's a best case scenario in the modern world that we're living in of sports and and trolls and and racists. Um, like yeah, yeah, man. It's I, I I said it on on Twitter, but I feel like it's the inevitability of, of sports and, and being uh, a minority athlete nowadays. You know, you I think somebody in a video I retweeted it said you're a, a, a black player or a minority player is one game away from being racially attacked or from being ousted, you know, for for their race or something like that. I, I have to go yeah. back and you know I don't wanna, I don't want to misquote it, but. It's a fact, you know, and in this day and age with social media and, and getting keyboard wars and whatnot, it's interesting how how they flag so many things uh, on social media and how they're able to take things down so quickly. But when it comes to, you know, racism and, and, and homophobia and, and all these, uh, these discriminatory acts, it seems to take longer. It seems to it seems to kind of get overlooked. You know, and, and that for me is the, the, the issue, you know, when, when you got people creating multiple accounts and, and whatnot, you know, how, how are you not able to track, you know, we already get tracked enough with, with us technology, right? You know, so you can't mm-hmm. see that the same user is making, yeah, so there's a lot of ways of going about it. But again, I called it the inevitability of sports because it's what happens, you know, and, and nowadays it's like any moment that fans are not appeased with now becomes a moment for, for, for you to be racially abused. And, and that's, yeah. that's, that's not the way it should be, you know, and right. we're a ways away from it leaving or, or at least being, uh, uh, decreased, uh, to, to, to a large, to a large amount. But yeah, I, I, I knew it was going to happen once that game was over and they had lost. And yeah, as soon as, as soon as that final whistle blew, I was, I was devastated for him first and foremost, you know, um, mm-hmm. But you know, it's again, you can't do, you can't change other people. You know, you can only try and help other people to change. So, uh, yeah, yeah, that was a little, that was a little sad. Have you watched any of the Gold Cup or paid attention to any of the Gold? Been able to see anything from the Gold Cup? Yeah, I've been able to to kind of see highlights though because it's so late. You know, the game would yeah. be at eight nine o'clock, so it's at three a.m., four a.m. in the morning. So I'll watch highlights the next day or extended highlights the next day. On uh, mm-hmm. some 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 probably some illegal websites, but I got to get those extended highlights because these these main broadcasters be putting out three four minute clips. Like I, it's a ninety minute game. You putting together three four minutes? <laughs> I need a little bit yeah. more than that, bro. I'm I'm excited to watch this this U.S. team. I thought in the first game, Busio when he came in was really good. Um, to me, I he just looked calm. He looked he looked a, he looked a step above. You know, like he yeah. looked like he. Again, you're playing. You're 
you're you're you're coming in into the game the game's already pretty much wrapped i get all that i get all like the arguments against the fact that it's not really a sample size but you could just see his body just understanding the the spaces on the field where to go what to be when to turn when to play backwards when to combine like he just had you could just see his brain going on a different pace that i thought was kind of cool to see which i hadn't seen really from him before I'd seen it a little bit at the club level, but to see it at the international level, I thought was pretty cool. And he's one that I'm looking forward to watching um, if he doesn't end up getting a transfer and having to leave um, in the tournament. But yeah, I, I don't know where I was going with that other than the fact that I like, <laughs> wanted to see if, <laughs> yeah, I wanted to know if you were, if there was anything that you were, you, you, you had had a chance to see or anybody that you were excited to see yeah. get called up or get some minutes. Yeah, no, um, I'm also happy for my boy, Eric Williamson. You know, he went to, to, to he was good too, by the way, he yeah. was good at the end as well. And in, uh, yeah. in the first game. Yeah, man. So, so he came on, you know, uh, so so both of them really, you know, I'm not surprised. They both have quality and I, I've seen it for a while. But to to see them get a chance, you know, at the senior team level, you know, congrats to them. You know, I know they'll get continue to get opportunities so long as they, they show themselves, you know, in training and, and in the opportunities on the pitch uh, for the matches. So, yeah, I'll be I'll be watching the highlights some more. Hopefully we get a day off, you know, after uh, yeah one of these games so I can kind of tune in to see to see one live. But yeah, until then, I've been watching those extended highlights and yeah, uh, recapping you know with with the fam and whatnot, trying to trying to get some more info. Uh, I'll be messaging these guys because you know, because I know that I know they're talking about orange slices. I know that I know that everybody want to mm-hmm. slice some oranges, you know, out of, out mm-hmm. out of the gold cup. So yeah, I'm gonna have to 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 work on this time zone difference and and and, and figure out how to work it out. Yeah, we're gonna have to talk to those guys, man. We're gonna have to get some some of these players on, you know. We might have to start creating like a ranking, a power ranking system, you know, on uh, who we let in. Um, we also like, like before we even started rolling, we started talking about when is season two start of the show. Yeah. We don't know. Yeah. 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 Uh, no, no, no. When is the we cap one, for, we for season one, one season? Or are we doing, <laughs> we doing a season thing? If so, do we have to go on hiatus? What's the word? Yeah, what does uh, that look like? Yeah. You know, yeah, the sponsors are knocking on the door. They're not going to want us to go on a break. Uh, you know, your season's picking back up. Uh, qualifying World Cup qualifying is kicking off in a couple Champions of months. League. So Champions is, League, yeah. There's a lot going on that we're gonna have to talk about. So I don't know if we want to talk about that as a as a season two or keep this going. Actually, I would love for anybody on social to let us know. Should we go? Should we go one long season on yeah, this thing? Or yeah, should yeah. We go, should we make it seasons? You know, we're going. We're going 82 games. We're going 82 games. Yeah. We're going in the bubble. You know, just for a few games. Yeah. You know, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Man. Is there is there anything else? Uh, anything else you want to share with the, with 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 the people listening um, from this week? Is there uh, you, you you gaming on any new games? Any new music? But I got my, my my polka gaming box here with me. I got my PlayStation with me. It's uh, it's an essential. And I got called. Oh, Duty here. that's the, that's the traveling one where you can just like flip it open and play. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I got the monitor here. You know, unfortunately, my table doesn't come, or my my TV doesn't come off the wall, so I can't plug into the Ethernet. So I'm trying to figure out the Wi-Fi situation because it is absolute cheeks. Let me tell you right now, I am lagging all over the place. Whether it be FIFA, Call of Duty. 2K. Do you not do you not ever do any sort of like career modes of anything when you have bad internet? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I got career mode set up. Yeah, it, it keeps me occupied. You know when I'm frustrated because I can't play online. So yeah, it it, it it gets the job done when I can't do the job. But here's a question for you: Do you guys stop at the gas station when you travel? It depends. Depends on the trip. Depends on the trip. Like it's, after uh, game, you know, if you got like a th- two, three hour road trip, do you ever stop in and nah, like, people go in and grab some, some, some snacks? Since I've been in, in Belgium the last six months, I don't think we have stopped a single time. I think it's been just a straight shot home. Everybody's trying to get home as What's soon as possible. What's that longest drive? I think the longest is probably Bruges that we've taken. It's just two hours. 
Oh, uh, a little over two hours. Like so yeah. it's yeah, yeah it's, like it's home. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's not like driving in the U.S. where you got to go to New England, which is like six hours away. It's like, oh, you know, we got to stop midway. Nah, it's a quick shot. Everybody complaining about two-hour bus ride. I'm out here like. <laughs> yeah, you're not, even getting out, you're not even getting out of the tri-state area. Come on, man. <laughs> you know, so. So, yeah. Have you, have you, did you guys used to stop at, at gas stations and stuff? Yeah, like if we, when I was in, in Germany, we mostly flew and if we didn't it was just the hamburger or, or berlin area so we that was like two hours but otherwise you flew so there wasn't really that sort of scenario we flew out of a little little airport in rostock um in denmark and sweden if you had like the sort of cross-country drives which not cross-country for, for sweden because i never did those because those were flying too but uh if we were doing like the three to four hour drive yeah like usually post game right like we do if you had a three to four hour drive there in Denmark, we'd do that the day of. So we'd stop halfway, ne- never four hours, like three hours. So we'd stop halfway, do like a jog and stretch, kind of move around, have our pregame meal there, and then head to the stadium for like the last couple hours. Um, we d- so you'd stop at like a hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on the way home, usually stop somewhere and people would pick up snacks, you know, drinks, you know, if it's a big win, you know, whatever. Um, of course. And, and and that sort of thing. So yeah, it was it was it was it was mixed. But you know, when you had a long ride, people would be like, "Okay, I got my laptop." Most guys play football manager. You know, nope. now you have these new mobile gaming setups that people would have. Uh, but yeah, always try to people would stop and and um, and and pick up like snacks. I, the, the reason I was gonna, I was asking is because I, w- I wonder what like Belgian candy or treats or snacks are 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 like. Obviously, they have a lot of American brands there too. But like. You know, in Sweden, they had these like sour stars. Everybody's obsessed with them. Mm-hmm. Denmark, they had a different type of um, candy that people always wanted to have when they were traveling. I'm trying to think. Uh, it wasn't like people, people weren't just sitting on trail mix all the time. Yeah. You know? like people were going, <laughs> going deep in the bag. Sour. I get so. I get so. Uh, I'm trying to think. I think they, I don't even know because we don't spend enough time traveling. You know, it's, it's like you get on the bus, you, we got training or you, you get on the bus in the morning. And you travel to the hotel, you stay in a hotel, and then you leave the hotel to go to the game. And then after the game, you go back to back to the back to the stadium, and then go back home. So it's like you really don't see a lot of guys snacking. But I think the the one thing I love when I travel, see, when I would you, travel, you see that they've been snacking when they come back. Yeah, from, yeah, from yeah. Season though. Oh, hundred percent. <laughs> also, wait. Speaking of weigh-ins, have you seen William? I need you. I need you to go and find William's picture of him in this this scrimmage against Hibernian. Uh, Hibernian. I forget how to pronounce the, the name. Hibs. Hibs. Yeah, my man has come back from off season from holidays, looking like he hasn't touched a football in a year. Like we're talking like Ronaldo, right at the end of his career, right before he retired. Like he he put on pounds. And it is. I, I was. We were looking at today at uh, at lunch. Oh, oh my gosh, man. my man is. <laughs> He's looking. Sometimes you just gotta like you know. Right, he was enjoying wow, it, man. Oh, that's a little belly. Yeah, man. He, he was enjoying you know how, holidays. Like, some people, some people can can distribute weight. You know, like when they gain weight, they can yeah. distribute over their whole body. Other people just get that in in in. Um, in Arabic, they like in my wife's Middle Eastern culture, they call it a kiddish, and it's like that little where like the whole body looks normal still, but just the little belly has the belly, yeah, 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 you know, little, little, <laughs> little belly that comes out. It's like nicely, nicely shaped. Um, it's for that. It's that. It's that late night snacking belly, you know. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's crazy. 
No, I was. I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't expecting that. You know, I was like, does your does your do like my my playing weight was one seventy seven to one eighty two always, like one eighty two when I was on the high end. But that was like my. I I never left that window, no matter what I ate. Right, like yeah. Um, I might physically start to appear different, like less chiseled and more whatever in that window. But I never, no matter if I lifted a ton, proteined out a ton. Or if I leaned out a ton, I was always in that window. Does your weight fluctuate? Yeah, but I stay in this. I'm at one eighty like seven and one ninety two, one ninety three. Like that six that six pound gap is is where I range. So on average, I probably come in at like one ninety. Yeah, on one ninety one ninety one. Do you guys do daily? Do you do daily check ins? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you get fined so. if you don't? Yeah, we have a questionnaire that you have to fill in. And then when you yeah. get to the stadium, you have to put in your weight. So it's like if you miss, I think it's like 20 euros for every time you miss it. And a lot of guys, yeah. you know, during the week, that racks up. It's, it racks up quick because oh, yeah. guys are like, you know, you wake up in the morning. It's not the thing you want to do. When you get to the stadium, you have to do it before 9 o'clock. And by the time you get to the stadium, you're like, ah. And it's always get- the old dudes that have kids because they leave the house early and they've already done it. They're sitting having coffee. <laughs> They're like, you know. Just waiting. Just waiting to see the nine o'clock hit and those see are, who did the cops anyway of the team. They're the ones that get everyone in trouble anyway. The feds, man. The feds are always looking. Because yeah. that, that's what that's what a lot of the clubs would use for like basically to know if you were there on time, right? You yeah. had to have it done 45 minutes before training yeah. started, which means if you had to be there 45 or an hour before, you had to weigh in right away. Exactly. So they'd always catch guys being like, oh, you're not on, which means you weren't on time um, and, and all of that. Man, all the little 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 tricks of the trade. It's the little things, you know, and, and the worst part is if I think after a certain, like when you hit a certain number on the fine, you have to spin a wheel and the wheel is the wheel of death. So it could be anything from bringing in donuts for the coaching staff to cleaning boots to doing the dishes mm-hmm. to having to do laundry for the week. So yeah, there's it, it a wide range of stuff, and it mo- it gets modified as the year goes on. Yeah, but, yeah that's crazy. Yeah, man, that's that's that's. Uh, don't just make sure you do your question and weigh in. Tell the truth though. Tell the truth though. Have you ever had somebody fill out your numbers for you? Come on, bro. Come on. <laughs> I did. I, I mean, come on, you I know the answers, bro. Yeah. Come I, 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 uh, I used to be, dude. If I was in there playing, if I was in playing t- table tennis, and I, I didn't, have time for that. I was in a big heated match. I'd be like, yo, just drop in my numbers. Just like put it like a half a pound or yeah, half a kilo yeah, less but, than, you know, a quarter kilo less than the day before that was on it. Because ours were on the day day to day. Yeah, yeah. See it. Like, just fill me out, man. Fill me out. Right, you know? Bro, just, 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 yeah, just, just modify that number, put it down like point two, and then yeah, just push that one up a little bit, make it look like I yeah. didn't keep the same number the day before. Yeah, so, yeah. You know? exactly. But uh, I like that. Yeah, like no, nah, yeah, man, yeah, man. I, I've been learning now. I'm, I'm about to take control of the fine book soon. So, yeah, yeah. I'm about to be one of those ops. Mm. Fair. Well, that's it, man. That's that's this episode. I appreciate you you taking the time. I know you got uh, the Super Cup this weekend. We hope that you uh, you know secure the bag and the trophy for for all of us on the Orange Slices team. Because um, you know when you eat, we all eat. That's what you said, and so we're trying to make sure that we're. Uh, we're, we're all eating, eating good, you know, and especially our production team, who we got to thank as well. Matt Flores, uh, yes. Chris Boniello. You talked about the Italians. That's an Italian yeah. name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boniello. Boniello. Yeah. He'll probably say it's Bonello or Bonilo or something yeah. like that. You know, we'll get it wrong, but, yeah. you know, I wouldn't expect anything less from our resident Italian. And then, and then Matty Flores, our resident Peruvian, you know, we got to oh. give uh, a shout out to him on the production team. But New um, cut as well we for got, him. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, it yeah, looked man. good. He, he he used that whole like the humidity here is killing me. You know, I'm like, that oh, excuse. Yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah. basically like my girlfriend told me to cut my hair. Yeah, exactly. Uh, He's trying to cover it up. We know. Yeah. 
exactly. But shout out to them. Though. Shout out to them. Yeah, shout out to them. They 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 they've been they've been crushing this thing. And what what people don't see with them is, and it was funny because I was just on that call again with the guy who's going to put out. He's going to put post something to Washington Post around athletes, current athletes that have podcasts. And and you know you're one of the the main people I know. The women's national team has a few people as well. Um, was that uh, how difficult it is to schedule our things, right? Because mm-hmm. we're talking about you and me, and then a producer. And the mm-hmm. producers have been super patient with having to change schedules all the time, right? We were going to do this yesterday, then we couldn't, and our schedules change and all, all that. And then you add that to the fact that whether you're in the U.S. or you're in Belgium and the time zones and changing, organizing, all that stuff, they've done a great job of making sure we continuously put episodes out. So, you know, go, in, go into the comments and show our producers some love for this whole thing. And again, continue to, to, to tell us what you guys want on the show. We will... Uh, try to take that advice and, and turn it into something that you guys want to be part of. And, um, you know, we will be back with you next week. We've got a few guests lined up. Yes, again we do. In that same vein, you know, organizing and scheduling some players in Europe and preseason season starting, you know, current and former players in the U S based on time zones. We're going to continue to try to roll out some good guests and some fun conversations for you guys in the coming weeks. And, uh, until we, uh, meet again, uh, we will see you guys soon. Peace.